Can y'all hear me? My phone is gigging. Can y'all hear me though? Like, I just need one person to tell me that can hear me, and I'ma go. I'ma go. I'ma go go. I'ma go go. I'ma go go. Just tell me if you hear me. Just tell me that. Said I woke up this morning with my mind. Can y'all hear me now? I need to know if y'all can hear me because if y'all can't hear me, I ain't gonna. Be, I'm not gonna start until I can be heard. <laughs> I don't know. Can y'all hear me? Do it got sound now? I feel like it wasn't playing in the beginning because I went live playing music, and you know live be tripping or be trying to bully everybody. I don't know why they be trying to bully everybody. Hi, honey. I don't know if y'all can hear me, though. But, yeah. So, back to what I was saying. We're going to be talking about how we reevaluate ourselves and our lives in Jesus, you know? How we evaluate ourselves, starting by, you know, asking ourselves when we look in the mirror, what are we doing? And what kind of person are we allowing ourselves to be? What are we doing, and what kind of person we allow ourselves to be, you know? Because time is ticking, y'all. Time is ticking. And I might be sounding like that crazy person that everybody make fun of, but I'm for real. Time is ticking, and it's really near. Like, So seek ye thy kingdom, <laughs> for real, because it's near, like, you know? And we learning how to be obedient. We learning how to follow him. We learning how to you know, release, and we learn how to walk with faith and not by sight, you know? That's just the best thing. That's just the best way. You know, it's crazy, though, y'all. I think y'all couldn't hear me, but I actually could hear myself. So, like, I'm just going to re-record that part, like, screen record it, and I'm going to post it for y'all. But, um, yeah, I'm going to let it be known right now. This is not the page where you're going to find me, a person scratching your back, telling you what you want to hear. This message is going to step on your toes more than it's going to make you feel comfortable. And I'm going to be real. But that's the problem. If you ever watching a message or a sermon and that person is trying to match your energy or trying to say things like, you know, to get more likes, get likes, get your approval. No, that's not the per that's not the person you need to be listening to. That's not the person you need to be listening to. A, per a person that's coming to, re to deliver the message from Christ, their job is just to deliver the message, not to make sure the crowd is. No, the crowd going to come and they're going to go. The crowd going to sit and they're going to they gonna show up. That's just what it is. It's up to you to deliver that message, though. It's not up to you to make sure that they're, the crowd is happy, make sure that you, you everybody had a person in their life tell them. You can guide the person to the river, but you can't force them to drink the water, right? So as messengers, our, our, our job is not to stretch people back and make them feel good. No, our job is to deliver that message to whoever's in that crisis and really needs it. Our job is not to match your energy. No, our job is to deliver the message, you know? So that would be, you know, as for messengers or leaders, that would be how you reevaluate. That would be how you reevaluate. You know, what am I doing when I get up here? What am I doing when I get off of here? What am I doing? What am I, uh, what kind of person am I allowing myself to be? If you're a person, maybe you don't speak. Maybe you're not a speaker or a person who, you know, maybe you're just a person who lives regular life. 
What are you doing, though, every day when you get up to go to work? What are you doing every night before you go to sleep? What are you doing throughout your day? What are you doing? Because all that counts. All that matters. The secret to your future lies and highs in your everyday routine. So if you plan on being like a lawyer or something in five years, you might want to start now because you're not going to just wake up and become this lawyer. If you plan on being like a, a financial person or a, a gym, a, a, what is it, like, a person who do gymnastics or whatever, you know, run track, play basketball, whatever you plan on doing, even just two years from now. If you plan on doing that, you need to start now, not tomorrow, not later, not next week, not next month, but right now. Because your future lies in your everyday routines. And what you are content with, you cannot change. So if you're content with what you're doing every day, but you know it's hemorrhaging and it's stopping you from come, come, reaching this goal, that's what you need to reevaluate. That's what you need to reevaluate. And when it comes to reevaluation, don't be like, oh, well, my sister's not going to like this, or my brother's not going to like or my friend, my boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, whatever. When it comes to that, don't be like that. You cannot amount You can't amount how much you're trying to how, You can't amount your salvation to the next person. I'm put like that. You cannot amount your salvation to the next person. Just because you're ready to get saved, just because this is what you want to do, don't mean you have to amount it to your approval to your to No, that's out. The only person you need approval from is God. Jesus, G L D. That's the only person you need approval from. That's it, that's all. So I ask, what are you what are we doing as people in our lives? What are we doing, you know? What are we doing? Are we treating those? As we would want to be treated, because that's in the commandments, you know. Love your God, you know. Lord, your Lord, your God with all your heart, you know. And it's like with the second one is just the same. You do, you love your neighbors, but you know, with all your heart, just just like you will be, just like you will want to be loved. And when we say the salvation prayer and we say forgive us and with our in our trespasses, that we as we forgive those who trespass us that's exactly we don't even know what we be saying like what we be saying it though that's the problem <laughs> that's the problem right there like that's crazy you know and it's crazy because we, and we in a time where a lot of people don't want to hear this they don't want to hear the messages the real messages that they need to hear they want to hear what the superstars got to say and they want to hear what you know man like that's not what it is though like that's not what it is. You're going to get to pick and choose how your message comes through. You don't. It just comes through. And you. that's how people miss their message, though. Because maybe, and God cannot work with you if you're comfortable. Like, maybe you're too, you always used to getting your messages in dreams. Like, that's what you're comfortable with. So now he's talking to you in real life. Now he's showing you signs in real life. And you're so comfortable and accommodated and adapted to the way he showed you. You miss the sign. But it's always going to be there, though. He's not going to take it up. He's not a confusing God. He doesn't confuse you. Whatever he promises and gives you it's yours to keep period but the thing about it is he, he, he you can miss it like you can miss it like for instance me i could kind of say i get a little bit above everything i might get a little dreams i might get a few visions i might hear his voice i might get put on the pathway it's just whatever when you come into god you gotta be when a part of this reevaluation is is getting rid of that closed mind and having an open mind getting rid of that closed heart and having an open heart getting rid of all you know training your flesh to be more holy like because we're born in sin. So, you know, your flesh is born to do what it does. That's just what it does. But your soul and, you know, your spirit is born to do holy things. It's not born to do the things that your flesh be designed to do. And that's why it's always a battlefield. It's always a battlefield. And then you be over here, you with this cart and no mindset. And you, it's either a competition with you. Like, you know, I, I, got, I could do it better than that. I could do it better. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's just about being one. It's about being a unit. Everybody trying to be, <laughs> you know, 
Everybody trying to be something that they're not. When God calling them to be who they really supposed to be, but they're trying to be something that they're not. Like, so what are you allowing yourself to be? You know, what are you allowing yourself to be around these gays? Oh, they want me to read Revelation so bad. They want me to read Revelation so bad. So yeah, back to the book that was in the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel, and we're gonna be in chapter two, and we're gonna be in verse twenty-four. So like I was saying before in the video before this, basically Daniel was a part of the group of boys that the king has sent for out of basically um, the letter they, they sent for him out of was a holy, it was like a holy place, like Jerusalem, Judea, you know, places like that. He sent for them and he needed young men who would be able, that he would be able to transform, you know. So he's like, he sent for them and he needed to be able to transform them, teach, dismantle the, the things that they've learned. They got to be young enough to be able to dismantle what they've learned there and come into this new land and learn what they've learned here and be obedient and take heed to it and whatever the case of the above. So he sent for them and he trained them Babylon, Babylonian ways for three years straight. Now, if y'all wondering who else was with Daniel, it was Ishak, Meshach, and Abednego. But this story is mainly about Daniel. This message that I'm giving, it mainly has Daniel's name on it. So he sent for Daniel. Daniel comes, and Daniel refuses to eat the king's food. You know, and the soldier tells him, like, why should I get in trouble? Or, you know, I get punished for, you know, treating you any different. If, the, if they see that I'm treating you any different than the slaves, I'm going to get in trouble. So let me just point this out for a second. Don't ever match yourself up with the next person because a lot of people do things for the show. It's not always great as it looks. The grass is not always greener on the other side, you know. And it says, though, it says it, though, you know, in the Bible that, that aligns up with, you know, not being like a hypocrite and not doing things because of things like that are to be seen you don't be like that you know you do it because that's what you are in your heart not because you seen your sister or cousin or excuse me our auntie doing these things and it's like oh i want to i want to be like i want to i want to show that i could do it better than them like no you to want to be more christ-like is to do it because that's what's in your heart not because you know you're gonna get a great reward for it not because you know people looking at you because he's, he's a just lord and so you will get just that you will get just that the people looking at you you will get just that the congratulations from the situation you will get just that you won't bear the fruits that you think that you're about to bear like and a lot of times that's the problem like we don't want to look at what we've been doing or the kind of people that we've been allowing ourselves to be and we expecting for these fruits to come in when the harvest is right but we're not receiving the fruits of the spirit we're receiving fruits of this flesh and it's the thing we over here he said we, we like to use the bible a lot and it's like well he says he'll give us desires of our heart but your desires of the heart is not the desires of what he wants in the spirit it's not the desires of your heart is the same desires that's in your flesh we want fleshly things and the things of this world. Don't y'all know he has so much more for us? And when he says, when when he says he comes for us to have life and to have the abundantly, that does not mean, like, <laughs> mean we should go around telling everybody, God wants you to be rich. He wants you to be rich. He wants you to be rich. That, 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 no. He wants you to be a rich on the inside, abundant on the inside. Man, it's a story in the Bible about the rich man and, and the poor man, which is the rich man and Lazarus. When they both passed away, the rich man went to hell, and the poor man went to heaven. And people probably asking, wondering why, you know, if God wants you to be rich, because He gives you these things. But it's the way it's it's the way that you handle them. This rich this man had all the riches in the world, 
and he didn't help nobody like he wasn't a good man you know like he was empty on the inside his heart was shallow like he didn't do anything that was good of the lord he did not keep any of the commandments now Lazarus on the other end even though he looked it very bad on the outside you know he looked it real damaged on the outside got treated wrongly guess what he was rich on the inside that man was so rich on the inside it was ridiculous to the point to where when they went into when he went into heaven and the rich man went into hell and he was burning up and he was hot and he needed something to drink he see he spots it is like look in heaven and hell it's like a great it's like a great bell that separates them so neither of the two can cross anyways right them on the other side and he's like abraham like tell lazarus dip his hand in the water or dip his finger come dripping i'm hot i'm burning up like abraham like there's a great veil in between us we couldn't cross if we wanted to and the reason why you're there is because when you was on earth you were very rich but you were not rich in the heart you were very wicked and lazarus he was on earth and let me tell you something he wasn't the person who was like he didn't need no fancy car he didn't need no fancy house he didn't need no fancy riches none of that he didn't need none of that he had he had the word in his heart he was rich he was rich like he was rich man and it was so dope like a lot of us be like that though you know we be like that we be like the king who prepared the feast you know and and then it's like you know we prepare the feast and it's like oh they're all gonna like i have because it was getting real I don't know why my phone be tripping like that, but it really be geeking bad. Like, it really be geeking bad. But, yeah, so, that king, you know, he got very offended participate in this great feast that he had been making, right? So, he had been making all the stuff. He made all the good goodies that you could think of. Set it out, set the table good. He set it up, y'all. Like, he set it up good. Then he sent his servants out. Go, go send for my invited guests. Go get them. Go get my guests. Go get them. He goes, they, the servants go out to give the invitation to the guests. And guess what? Everybody got an excuse. So you ever plan something, right? And it's not really more so for yourself, but it's for everybody else. And it looks for people. Like, I see a lot of people do that, too. So even if y'all say y'all don't, I know it's a lie. Because I see a lot of people do that. You know? Even my, I even used to do it. I'm going to be real with you. I even used to do it. I had to get humble. Like, this is not about them. It's not about them. It's a greater purpose involved in this, you know? So, yeah, he made the food and everything. He sent his servants out and everything. They went out and they told him, you know, like, the king, you know, he prepared a feast. He wants y'all to come and celebrate with him. You know, you're invited. They had every excuse in the world. I got to go count my oxes and sheep, one person. The other person, I got to go try on my different robes that I just picked out. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, are y'all serious? Like, I just cooked this good feast for y'all. Worry about y'all, you know, and trying to get y'all approval. I'm over here worried. And y'all turning me down. Y'all dissing me. He took that offensive. He took that offensive to the point to where when the servants came back and told him, he sent them back out again. Like, all right, then go out and invite everybody, even the lost. Like, invite the people, the homeless, everybody. Go out in the streets, invite everybody to the point to where there's no space for the people that I just invited to come and the people that I just turned my invite invitation down. Invite so many people to the point to where they cannot come in. There will be no seat for them. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we, you ever did that before? Like, oh, well, since you don't want to come to my birthday party, I'm gonna make sure that it's so lit and you're not gonna get the I'm not gonna send the address to you when you finally see and you want the message that's in that is deep. It's like look when we prepare things that is not really in our heart but for the likeness of others, that's what happens. We get disappointment. It has to be true in the 
heart. You ever try to apologize to a person, but you knew you didn't mean it, but you probably was tired of them asking or acting apologize to them but they just don't accept it for nothing it's because they know it's not genuine they can see it in your heart are you ever had a person apologize to them doing you scandalous or whatever and it's like the moment they it's the before they even come out their mouth you know they lying like before they even come out their mouth you know it's not genuine the moment then as they saying it, you can feel it you can feel it it's not real it's not real you know it's not genuine you know and so that's what happens though when you as a person you do these things and it's not what's just in your heart but you're doing it for the benefits of the doubt you're doing it for the benefits of the doubt you know you're doing it to be like or whatever the case is that's just what it is because that's what happened right and it's crazy because i always end up saying that story because a lot of people don't know that's what happens like that's what happens to us every day so yeah let me hear um scripture before i get real and so yeah because i end up stopping so yeah he asked he went and prayed to god and he asked for the interpretation right because this man how went he wanted to be the most highest mightiest person ever like you have to have to want to be a man known of power and a man that wanted to be of great fear to have all these people you know he had sorcerers and astrologers there next to him he had them all there he had them all there but you want to know something they didn't have god in them so they couldn't tell him that they couldn't tell that man what he dreamed make known to me the dream that i have seen in this interpretation daniel answered to the king and said no wise men and enchanters magicians or astrologers can show to the king the mysteries that the king has asked pay attention Showing this girl. Period. Period. I'm back and I'm better. All right. Y'all told me I didn't have to give my stuff. Oh, yeah. Take it off some with you. No, you hot. You doing all this stuff. Oh, my earring fell out. Yeah. And I'm back. And I'm better. I have to come in the house because I don't got no faith. Faithy, wafty, wafty, girl. First of all. I'm back. So, what was I? I'm trying to re-elaborate on what I left off at. No! Yeah! No! Okay, yeah, so, all the... Don't mind my background. My background is kind of ghetto, Um, you guys. I, you know, I'm chilling with the film, bam. So, y'all gonna hear it in the background. But, yeah, so... All the... This king, he was finna kill every... All his wise men. Because it was clear right here. It was clear right here that it says... It says... No! It says, no wise men, enchanters, enchanters, which means people who enchant onto demonic things. So, no wise men, which is anybody who claims to be wise without God, basically, and anybody who enchants, which is like chanting on devil things, chanting on devil, devil worshiping things. So, no wise men, no enchanters, no magicians, or astrologers. That's the people who try to read your life to you before your eyes, like fortune tellers. None of those people can reveal mystery see and he has made known to the, and he has made known to king nebuchadnezzar what will be in the later days right your dreams and visions of your head as you lay in bed are these ronnie you do know they're gonna hear you right i'm live no i was already live when i came in here already talking about, i'm with the film so it's kind of ghetto but i just want you to hear another thing i hear you 
so that you don't say nothing in a little while. Yeah, just come say, what's up? So y'all don't understand. Life is oh, really detrimental, but you should not think of it the way that it is. Right. Because it is not what it is. It's not what it is. Understand that. It's not what it is. So if y'all out here trying to become witches, astrologers, or y'all trying to be enchanters, enhancers, whatever, sorcerers, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, you cannot, you cannot, basically, you can't interpret the mysteries that, you can't interpret the mysteries that God put out there. So this king, he had all the wise men, he had all the astrologers, he had all the enhancers, he had all of that. But they couldn't interpret that for him. Only person that could interpret it for him is Daniel, which was known as Balthazar. Why? Because Daniel went and consulted in the Lord. When the king was ordering for them, all, all the wise men to get killed, Daniel, like, went and consulted in the Lord and asked the Lord for the same dreams that Nebuchadnezzar had had. So that was the only way he could go up to him and give him that dream. All right, so... It says, but there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the later days. Your dreams and visions of your head as you lay in the bed are these. And then this is where it gets real. We're about to start saying the dreams. So it says, to you, O king, as you lay in the bed, came thoughts of what would be after this. And he who reveals mysteries made known to you what is to be. But as far as for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because of any wisdom that I have more than all the living. You hear that? Not because of any wisdom that I have more than all the living, but in order that the interpretation may be, known, may be made known to the king and that you may know the thoughts of your mind. You saw, O king, and behold, a great image. This image, mighty enough, exceeded exceeding brightness, stood before you, and it, it its appearance was frightening. Ha 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 ha! I hope y'all following along. Its appearance was frightening. The head of this image was a fine gold. Its chest and arms of silver. Its middle and thighs of bronze. Its legs of iron. Its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. Now y'all remember the other the other day I was on here and I was talking and playing with the clay and I was talking about the mission and the body of Christ, right? So please follow along. So it says its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and part and partly of clay. As you looked, a stone was cut out by no human hand. By no human hand. And it struck the images and it struck the image on his feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold all together were broken in pieces and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the image became a mountain, a great mountain, and filled the whole earth. This was a dream. Now we will tell the tell the king its interpretation. Ha ha ha! Whoa! So imagine, imagine them receiving what all these wise men and astrologers and everything around them couldn't interpret it. But it's because God gave it to him. Just imagine that. Like that alone should want to bring you to God and have have fear to ever rebel in him. Like that alone. But I'm gonna keep going though. So. It says, but the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled, and filled the whole earth. This was a dream. Now, we would tell the king's interpretations. You, O king, the king of kings, to whom the king of heaven has given. Hello? The king of, the king of heaven, to whom the God of heaven, of heaven has given the kingdom, the power, and the might, and the glory. So I'm about to reread that again. If y'all wondering what book I'm in, it's the book of Daniel, and I'm in chapter 2, and I'm on verse 13. 
six. So, again, this was a dream. Now, we will tell the king its interpretations. Oh, you, O king, the king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power and the might and the glory, and into whose hands he has given, wherever they dwell, the children of the man, the beasts of the field, and the birds of the heaven, making you rule over them all. You are the head of gold. That was Nebuchadnezzar, because he was the king of Babylon in them days another king inferior to you shall arise after you and yet a third kingdom of bronze which shall rule over all the earth and there should be a fourth kingdom strong as iron because iron breaks to pieces and shatters all things and like iron that crushes it shall break and crush all these things as you saw the feet and toes partly of pottery and clay and partly of iron it shall be a divided kingdom but some of the firmness of iron shall be in it just as you saw iron mixed with the soft clay and as the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly brittle. So they're basically uh, explaining to you guys not only the difference of the kingdoms and, and the difference, but they're explaining to y'all a timeline, an actual timeline. This is not just a regular message, a regular, no, this is a timeline. And it's a timeline I believe applies today and what we're going through today real life this is a timeline it's not just you know when he speak of the clay and the iron and how you know it's in the feet and how it's separated that's two different nations that's two different and it's it comes from one big place though it comes from one big place i'm gonna continue to read and we're gonna get to that so in those thing in those days and in those days the king the king's in those, in, in those days of the kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. <laughs> I like when you say that. Just as you saw that a stone was cut from a mountain by no human hand, and that it broke in pieces, the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, a great hand has made known to the kingdom that shall be after this. The dream is certain, and this interpretation, sh in this interpretation sure. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and paid homage to Daniel and commanded that an offering and incense be offered up to him. The king answered and said to Daniel, Truly, your God is God of gods and lord of kings in the revealer of mystery for you have been able to reveal this mystery and the king gave daniel high honors and many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole pro province of babylon and chief perf perfect over all the babylonian uh, over over no i'm finna reread re that verse again because I don't like how it came out. Then the king gave Daniel high honors and made many great gifts and made him rule over the whole province, over Babylon, and the chief perfected over all the wise men of Babylon. Daniel made a request of the king, and he appointed Sadrach, Isaac, and Abednego. Oh, Isaac, Meshach, and Abednego. The way that we have the names written, you could tell if you really be studying or not. And it's funny because Isaac is not spelled the way you think Isaac would be spelled in that's the message within itself. Get in your Bible. <laughs> Get in your Bible. I hope anybody that's in on on this message right now has their Bible out because this message is for surely for you. But yeah, 
Like I said earlier in the beginning of the message, Daniel wasn't alone when he got brought out of that holy land and took it to Babylon and retrained ways and taught those ways for three years. No, he was with Isaac, Meshach, and Abednego. And over the affairs of the providence of Babylon, but Daniel remained, but Daniel remained at the king's court. So, what we basically just read is um, Daniel going and seeking, con seeking, and confining in the Lord, basically, because us, like this is the thing, us nowadays. We don't even know how to do what Daniel did. Like, when the time get hard like that and we think it's a life or death situation, we take matters into our own hands, yes, but it's not to go and hand it over to the Lord. We take matters into our own hands to fight the battle on our own and try to lean on our own understanding. When Daniel just obviously showed us the best way to do it is to not lean on our own understanding, but to lean on God's understanding. Because there's nobody in this world without God that can interpret any type of mystery that was done by God, period. That's it. That's all. And it's the thing because within this time, with the time, the thing about the timeline is it's showing you different times and how how it's built up. So it's like this. Whatever was happening back in the days, it's just, it's happening now, but it's worse. It's worse now. It's not like, how can I put this? How can I put this? Lord, you with me? Touch my mind. My body touch my soul. What is it in this message that I need? Give me the message that I need. Give me the message that I need. So, let me go to. Hello. This is not it. Let me find my PowerPoint. That's not it. Right here. Boom, baby. So. The thing about it is Nebuchadnezzar, back in those days, he was the king of Babylon, which made him the head, which it's like he had, you know how we go like the Lord reigns over, reign is like power, it's in a position of power. So with Nebuchadnezzar being the king of Babylon, you know, he, hold, he held the place of not only of power as a king, but it was like a royalty, like, you know. And when you when you have a, a when you have when you're in a position like that, and I'ma just use I'ma just use it blankly, like how we are going through what we're going through, and we got the government with Donald Trump, and then we got the Pope over here where he at, and then we got you know it's like that. Those are different places that we could say they have its rings in those places because they got some type of they got some type of it's. It's a certain word that I'm looking for. It's a, they got a certain type of position that gives them power. That gives them a certain type of power. A certain type of authority. Right? But then it says that there's going to be another another that arises after him. That arises after him. That will be greater than thee. And 
and I believe that's this time right now. And that's honest. That's in all honesty. And so now they only not not did only he show him basically who had all power because even though he was a king and even though he had rings in that in that position, you know, being in that position, even though he was that, he wasn't powerful than God. Like he couldn't interpret his own situation. He couldn't cleanse his own situation. He couldn't handle his own situation alone. Yes, men alone. He couldn't do it. He, nobody around him could do it. They had to find the one who had a connection with God. And that person is the person who got the message through. And so that's what guys alone back to what I was saying in the beginning. A lot of us trying to be picky and choosy about how the message is coming through, who is coming through, and all that. And that's the problem. That's the problem right there. And it's like, when, we, when we're being picky and choosy, automatically we're not being how God wants us to be. Like, you got to come to him with an open mind, an open heart, an open everything. Open everything. You can't be demanding. You can't be like that. Love is not that. And that God is love. He's truth. So when you reject stuff like that, when you try to be this... Man, that's what happens to you. You get humble. And, and the thing about it is, come, come, this great ring, this great power of ringness and, and all of that, it's, it, it comes with a price. It comes with a real price. And we probably, y'all probably wondering why they never could Nizar get those dreams in the first place. Why was that happening to him in the first place? Because he had got over himself. He was in the position of power and then he's, he's, he was the king of Babylon and they weren't doing nothing that was of God. They were doing everything of the opposite of him. They were mocking him, and they were worshiping idol gods, and they were worshiping pagan gods, and they were, you know, sacrificing things onto them. And they, these are things I can't even understand what they're going through, remind you. They can't read. They can't tell you nothing about yourself. Uh, nothing at all. Nothing. That's going to be like what God said. They can't. They can't tell you how many pieces of hair on your head. I'm just saying, they can't tell you that. They can't tell you how you was what how you were when they was calling you before they put you in the mama's belly. They can't tell you none of that. So at the end of the day, it's always best to confine with God. It's always best to to make sure that you're doing things in God's name and not in, in your name or in your friend's name or whatever the case is. You know, it's always good to be like that. It's always good to be like that. But like I said, this is messages within messages. This is messages within messages, so I'll be back with like a thousand more messages. It's just the first half, and I keep getting the sign to stop, so I'm going to stop now. I'm about to pray everybody out, and I'll be back later with another message. So that I pray. Amen.